Hello, 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 hello. It is the O Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CW, and today we're talking about bringing in a brand new women's championship. Now, the women's championship for both Raw and SmackDown are occupied currently by Bianca Belair on Raw and Charlotte Flair on SmackDown. And there's one set of tag team champs that sort of move between shows i would i would even say that they're just on raw and that's eo sky and dakota kai of damage control the fact that the rest of the women's division doesn't really have anything to chase is a shame now in the men's roster they have you know the undisputed championship that they'll split up soon they have the u.s and intercontinental titles on uh, their respective shows and then they have tag team titles that are supposed to be on both shows but are currently held by the Usos now there's that middle ground that kind of uh, mid card title the US title and the intercontinental title which are currently being used as a very high level um, championships on both shows but again it gives the men's roster something to chase when they're not in the hunt for the, you know, the, the top spot, the big dog spot. Uh, and the women don't have anything like that. They, if you're not chasing Bianca or Charlotte for the the grand uh, women's championship, you don't really have much to do unless you're going to like pair up with a random person and then go after the tag titles, which I mean, WWE has not given a whole lot of shine to recently and in the past. I mean, there's a reason why Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out. And there's a reason why uh, Sasha Banks walked out the first time with Bayley on those championships. They weren't being utilized properly. Uh, even today, just sitting on EO Sky and Dakota Kai, they've defended it a few times, but what there there are no established or real established like women tag teams in the WWE. So I was sitting here thinking, like, well, what would they chase if they uh, if the women needed a new title to chase and it was a point of contention I think with Dana Brooke right when they got rid of the 24-7 title she wanted that to be one of the women's titles like their own version of the Intercontinental title which I understand why she wanted to do that and I think I've spoke about this before I, I understand her thought process like well the title exists um, she currently had it she was defending it and if it just transitioned into the women's division, then it would be a women's division title. But that title had already been, um, let's say, scuffed and marred and, and kind of beat up in terms of its cachet. It was an ugly belt. Uh, it, it just didn't. It, it was saddled with too much baggage. And honestly, R-Truth did the best anyone could do with that title. Um, not even just from a comedy perspective, just in general, that what the title was and what R-Truth brought to the table with him and uh, I think Drake Maverick, I think the guy's name was. There was no better. You couldn't get any better with that. And it would just, that belt would just carry that weird legacy into the women's division. I don't think they want that. So I was like, okay, they need a brand new title. My first thought was like, well, what would this title even be called? Um, and looking at all of the sort of um, mid-card championships 
across WWE and and kind of like into AEW and I'm assuming, you know, further out, all of those championships seem to have are location based. Have you noticed that? It's like the Intercontinental Championship, the North American Championship, the US title, the what was the the one from AEW? I think it was North Atlantic or Mid-Atlantic Championship. They all sort of revolve around being global. Um and I I I don't know the reason for that. So I'm going to guess a reason right now, which is that because it is the quote unquote uh, workhorse title, I think Booker T called it the output title. People <laughs> putting out um putting out work. Um it's defended globally. You know, so this person would be in every city, in every state, in every country. Anytime the company travels, they'll be defending that belt. That's what I assumed is the reason for uh, the location-based titles. But that doesn't, it doesn't really help distinguish the women's title all that much. But I went into thinking about what this title would be and what it would, would represent. And honestly, it would be, it would be an opportunity for a consistent women's title match uh, twice a week so that you'd get like a championship uh, title match from uh, the women's division every week. It would be, you know, different people. They'd be chasing the title. It could have, you know, bracket system, whatever, because WWE loves bracket systems now. So I was like, okay. So if we needed a title for both shows, SmackDown and Raw, what would they be? And it came to me in a dream. It was, it was like magic. And here's, here's what I came up with. The Monday night champ and the Friday night champ. Very simple, very clean. It tells you exactly where they're on the card or where they are on which show. And every show, they would defend their Monday night or Friday night championship. And it could be, you know, it, it maybe it's not even every week. Maybe it's every month. They have to defend it. They could do, you know, open challenge rules like they did with the U.S. title. Uh, they could do whatever they want, but that belt remains on the Monday night show. And then the Friday night belt remains on the Friday night show. Uh, it's a it's an easy fix for a mid card title that allows the women to kind of get over, put them through gauntlet matches or gimmick matches or or whatever you want to do to kind of give the the title some some cachet but the idea that whenever you tune into raw or smackdown the monday or friday night champ has to defend their title or they'll they'll you know be put through the ringer to keep the belt it, it gives it some uh some flair like how many how, how long has someone held this title you could do and i and i think i've talked about this before instead of having you know 16 time world champ like this person has defended their belt 16 times, which is a more, I think, prestigious stat. Not I've won it 16 times. I've defended it 16 times. So for 16 straight episodes of Raw or SmackDown, this well, this woman has beat the brakes off of everyone who's come to take the title. And that becomes her her stat that becomes a stat on the on the title. Right. So at least then the title will carry some heavy weight 
as it requires these women to just <laughs> battle it out every single week to hold on to their belt. There's no, you know, you get a title shot uh, at, at extreme rules. Like, no, we're fighting on Monday <laughs> and let's see if you could take it. And you can do, you know, long-term feuds like that. You can do, uh, you know, short burst feuds like this this thing that Becky Lynch had with Bailey that is seemingly over now that, you know, she called in Lita for help. And that and that's kind of what I mean. Like the fact that Bailey and Becky are having this sort of not really feud uh, with no real stakes to it and no real um, reason to be happening. If you had a title for that, at least it would give them something to be fighting over. Because right now that that feud, they're they're really pulling at straws to make it to make it feel um, valid. So much so that you know Bailey's talking about Seth and her baby, and it's like, yeah, that, that's some drama nonsense. Nobody wants. Uh, that's not wrestling drama. That's nonsense drama. But if they had the Monday Night Championship, and Becky had to, you know, either Becky or Bailey had to continuously fight the other because they kept stepping up and they kept getting knocked down. I mean, that's a that's a better story than, oh, you know, Seth got you knocked up and now you want to fight in the cage. I don't think that's great. Anyway, what do you think about the new title idea? Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Hit the bell so you get notified whenever new videos go up. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the O Wrestling Podcast. And don't you forget. I'm your friend. But if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.